When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. My God, we're only an hour into it. I'm already having a ball. Uh-oh. My twins won last night. Well, see, again, I know I'm going over the top of the grateful thing, but seriously, after 10 years of pure hell, I am so excited to be here. I'm just telling you. It's it's, uh, such fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And what I really like about it, and by the way, um, the talk and text numbers, the uh, talk number is what, uh, 952-600-2575, correct? Nailed it. Yep. Please do call in at any time. We love taking calls. That is 952-600-2575. And then is there a text line that's different or is that the text line too? Our text line is currently you go on your app and then there's a little talk bubble, I think in the top left corner, and you throw a text in there and that messages us. All right. Is that too much to go through for our listeners? I don't I don't know. I... Um, I'm excited to get messages. I know some of them yeah. come to me, so. And it's kind of See, a two for one any. today because it's the last day for that uh, $10,000 pick your prize drawing. Yeah. It is. So Absolutely. you might as well you, you might as well open it up and register. So we love your uh, text message. We, we love uh, your calls in, all the rest of it. Uh, the show is getting bigger and bigger every damn day. I'm sure that's because of Rudy, Brittany, and AJ. That's well, why. I wouldn't give Rudy too much credit this week. Um, he has been gone. <laughs> he has been gone. I was sick. I would say if most of this is on AJ at this point. Is it? Okay. Well, good. Okay. We'll do that. Uh, text message I just got. Hey, neighbor. Timmy C. here. Uh, I've been living in my current neighborhood for what? I think we're going on three years now. And Catherine and I go for a lot of walks. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of these wooden bridges over beautiful uh, areas and all that. It's a gorgeous walk. So we go and we, we walk right by Timmy C's house every day. And he came out one day and um, said hello because he was a morning show listener on the other joint. Mm-hmm. And now he's listening to this morning show. All right. Which is very nice. Hey, neighbor, Timmy C here. I have the day after the Twins won the World Series in 1987 on a cassette. It features the light, happy music. Guessing you could recreate with better technology, though. <laughs> So that's good. Got a little. I think there might have been some when that was recorded in 1987. Yes, I think. uh, I think. I think we we have means. What is it? It's it's called what? Radiotapes.com. That's the site, isn't it? Where all the great stuff is. Oh yeah, that one guy had it all archived. Yep. I forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody sent me. uh, I think it's about a half hour to an hour of the morning show. With Mark Rosen, Dan Culhane, and me, 
talking about winning the World Series the day before, and it's about a half an hour long. And my God, was that fun listening. So thank you to people at Radio Tapes. I'm, I think that's what it's called, radiotapes.com, right? Isn't it? I can't remember that we had the guy who archived all those. Great guy. Yeah. But seriously, listening to that, and you know what's funny about that? It's the day after the World Series. You have to remember, the Twins won four games at home in both their World Series. So attending the World Series in 1987, I'm on the air the next morning after they've won the World Series. And here's my delivery. You ready? I'll I'll do the weather real quickly as 1987 Tommy, right? The day after they won the World Series. Okay, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. It's time for the weather at the... Yeah, uh, winter store. Win- I could not even talk. Oh, I bet. <laughs> My voice was shot from screaming and yelling and cheering and oh god, I'll never forget. I must have gotten hugged and kissed about thirty thousand times that night. Everybody's running over, giving me, shaking my hand and hugging me, and women were kissing me on the cheek. It was like, I think they should win more World Series, <laughs> and then they did in '91. That's so fun. Oh, God, it was a ball. It was so much fun watch because nobody gave the chance, uh, to the Twins a chance at the beginning of the season. I remember I was on, might have been the Stretch and Z show, uh, Mark Rosen's show, maybe it was. They asked me about the 1987 Minnesota Twins in April of that year. might have even been March. And I said, I literally think they're going to win the World Series. They said, what are you talking about? I said, I've watched this team, this team. The Kent Herbecks, the Tim Laudners, the you know, the Gary Gaetti's. You go down the list, Roy Smalley, all these different people, you know, Frankie Viola. I, I said, this team gets along really, really well. They they gel really well. They play together. They do all the things. Look, all anybody who makes it to the major leagues got a lot of damn talent, right? Yeah, there's no joke. Yeah, yeah. that's no joke. So it's not just about your talent collectively. It's about how you gel as people more than it is your talent. Because you're all very talented. It's how you gel as a unit. And that team did it in 87 and 91. And there's a possibility. I saw a little bit of that last night watching the game. I'm telling you, if if Rocco can get that team to gel, this team's going to be pretty damn good, I think. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I think the person to ask would be Judd. He would know that. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Bobblehead himself, Judd's all good. How are you? Oh, I'm very, very good. In fact, I bring to you a new addition, the Doug Minkiewicz, as you, you can see, Tom, uh, bubblegum on deck circle, Doug Minkiewicz. I, <laughs> Waiting for I his at bat. I'm showing Tom this right now. Doug Minkiewicz, God, I remember. He was good at the, you know, did a good job, do you think? He had a great glove. He he, he was did. fantastic. Yeah, but as far as as far as with the bat, he was okay, not great, but yes, he was a uh, he was definitely a guy oh that my could God. Uh, scoop him, pick him. Judd, do you hear that music? Hold on, no, I don't. A little louder. Oh, the oh, light, a, happy music. She found it. You found it. You found it? I found it. Oh, Brittany, that is so key. That is so clutch. That's awesome. We got it. Me and AJ got it. Yes. I I, uh, work. I went on the uh, the dark web and I found it. <laughs> I went on the dark web. You're now about to be arrested, it's... but you know what? You found the damn music, and that means you did your job. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Can we hear it one more time with more volume? I just need to hear. Okay, Judd, you introduced the light happy music. Oh, 
harkening back from the days on KQ when this team was a World Series champion. And hopefully, as Tom said again, it will happen. This is the ode to a Twins victory. Just let it play. We'll talk to you Monday. <laughs> I love it. You know where that music came from? Hmm. No, no. Oh, God, Judd, too. I'm telling you. One day, my wife, who was helping me produce the morning show at that time, she was she was working at, at the queue with me, helping to produce, and she comes to me one day off the air and says, I, I got something for you because every time the twins win, you act like you're about seven years old. So every time the twins win, I want you to play this in your head. Uh, so she presents me with the light, happy music, right? And I went, oh, no, no, this is not just for me. This is for all twins fans. The light, happy music is back, ladies and gentlemen. Just a, a kind of a short break of only almost 40 years, but you know. Well, right. I, I texted you last night, though. I, I think the greatest tribute to this was um, when the Twins got decent again. Uh, it was TK's last year, so it was, what, 2001, right? And yep. after wins at the Metrodome, they started to play this. And, of course, at that by that point in time, a lot of people had no clue. But a few of us were like, oh, this is awesome. What a great move. So the, the Twins happened. did bring it back themselves at the Dome. But, yes, it. besides that, what, the, the last time that, that disappeared on KQ, was it the late 80s? Or did you bring it into the 90s? I don't remember no, in the early 90s. No, yeah. I think it was 90. I think it was 91 was the last time it was played, I think. Okay. And that might right. not even be true either because I think Hammy didn't want to play it or something. I don't know. Probably <laughs> took away tension from him or something. Who knows? I, I was in a fantasy baseball league with Hammy for a few years. He was oh, wound a little tight. Oh, just a little, yeah. I he would was say wound so. a little tight. Oh God. <laughs> oh, what a what a what a period that was in the life. Nineteen uh, was it? Nineteen eighty six, April sixteenth, nineteen eighty six. That was a hell of a. And I tell you what, though, you can't take away from Hammy. He's a brilliant programmer, no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No question. No question. Did very, very well. Uh, so, in any case, what's happening with you? What's your take on the uh, the Twins' victory from yesterday? You know what? I was full disclosure, and and like I, baseball was my first sport, right? So, like yep. baseball was my my first love when it came to sports. And you know, in the last few years, with the time of games, and like last year with the Twins collapsing, um, I still like it, but I didn't love it. Yep. Until yesterday, everything about I, I'm not sure about you, but I was like a five year old watching that game. I was so giddy yep. about everything to do with the fact that it was moving. You know, you know, Tom, that's the game. And, and I know it's not forced by a clock, but honest to God, that that's the game of our childhood, how it moved yesterday. Yes, that's exactly right. I, you know, we should probably reach out to Rocco and get him on the show, too, the uh, the manager of the Twins, because TK, I used to love when TK came on the morning KQ morning show, because yes. Tony would do them, he'd go, we've got Tom Kelly on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he'd do an impression of him. That was really an insult, but it was very funny. 
no doubt about it. But yeah, and so we should we'd probably reach out. You, you know, you ever interviewed Rocco Judd? Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. um, nice guy. He, I don't know, he's as uh, uh, self-deprecating as Thomas, but I think he would. I think he would like your enthusiasm for his ball club. I, I'm telling you, Judd. Yesterday it was like, oh man, this is like 35 years ago, 40 years ago, whatever it was. Yes. I just like the way the pitcher pitched, the way the defense played. I like uh, like the Twins made look. The game was what ended up two to nothing. What they give up three hits? I think the Twins did. Um, I think two hits, right? Yeah. Two or three. Two yeah. hits. Yeah, two. It yeah. might just be two. You're right. Yeah, two hits. Uh, that's very very impressive. Like, I mean, this. I don't. I understand Kansas City is not uh, World Series champions right now or anything, but it is a major league ball uh, team. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a major league baseball team. It is not easy to shut down a team like that. Twins did a hell of a job yesterday, man. And you know what I liked a lot about that game too. From from their end was the fact that not only the pace it was played at, but how the Twins played. Um, as we talked about, I think I said this on the show yesterday. They were really a dumb team last year. They didn't run the yeah. base as well. Yep. They were not yep. good like Correa was, but they were not good as much as they did that. You know the shifting. Uh, in the field, they certainly had some issues. Is there, among the um, intricacies of baseball, Tom, is there anything, and I know this is super geeky, but is there anything um, better than a bases loaded, one out, three, two, four, double play that's executed brilliantly? That was great. That great was, was great. That? It was, you're right. It's super geeky. I know that, but my God. And and it always takes that play in particular, always takes me back. 91 World Series, Herbeck to Harper to Herbeck. Yeah, that's where there you go. There it is. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you're a new listener to the show, the show's been on this. Uh, we're ending our fifth week, I guess it is, this week. Um, doing the show. Judd and Phil and I had never met before. We started talking to one another, and then one day, just uh, uh, for the hell of it, I, was, I started talking about bobbleheads. Judd reaches down, pulls up a bottle, bobblehead and shows it to me on camera, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to work out. When, when, <laughs> when we're talking about the Twins, this is not bullshit. This is not fake enjoyment. I adore the Minnesota Twins, and I always have Judd the same way. Judd's usually not on on Fridays, but I had to reach out and say, Judd, we got to talk. They just won their opening game. We got to talk on Friday. <laughs> That's all there is to it, right? Absolutely. 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 Opening day remains among my favorite days. No matter how I felt about baseball uh, through the years, I still, mm-hmm. opening day, there's something just so damn special about it. It really, and particularly for Minnesotans, because it means, I mean, not today or tomorrow or anything, but it does mean that, that spring's coming eventually. I know spring's already here, but not in Minnesota. It's, uh, Minnesota usually gets spring around, what, June 20th? Yeah, 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 for three weeks, and it's unbelievable three weeks. <laughs> so uh, maybe for new listeners, you need to understand something. This is not pumped-up fake BS. This is two guys who absolutely love the Minnesota Twins. Brittany and AJ, you're, you're a big fan of the Twins too, aren't you? Yeah, I, I mean, I follow them. I'm, I'm more of a, a Cubs fan just by my upbringing, but I, I'd pay attention to the Twins for sure. What, did you grow up in Chicago? No, my uh, my mom's dad, my grandpa, is from Chicago. He used to play, oh. you know, his high school stuff. The state tournaments were at Wrigley Field, and he was part of. He played minor league ball, and before he met my grandma, so just 
the days of going to St. Cloud, sitting down in front of their TV, turning on WGN America. Sure. And like the Chicago Cubs baseball is on the air. And just yeah. housing beers, too, because in St. Cloud, <laughs> you house beers. <laughs> He would have that fridge up there stocked with old old style Chicago. Old style, yep. You wouldn't oh, believe it. God. One of my favorite <laughs> things I ever did. I was the voice of old style for like three years. Yeah, Were you really? I was, oh God, I, I think I did every I did Miller beer, I did Grain Belt, I did I did I think I did every beer there ever was. Because I, I do have kind of a beer voice. I do understand. Yeah, that. you know, come to think of it. Now I, I remember you doing um was it Northwest Airlines spots? I oh, remember yeah, I did North Yep. I remember those, but I didn't know old style. That'd be a great beer to voice. Well, oh yeah, it was. It was. It That's was a fantastic. classic beer. That was a one. one uh, that was a thirty-year period, man. When I was doing radio and doing voiceover all together, my God, I was busier as a son bitch, but I was having such a ball. Uh, it, it was so much fun, no doubt about it. And and the context of that at, at the time, Tom, was you actually had to travel to do that though, right? It's not like now yes. where where well, yeah, you sit in front of your computer at home and knock out a few spots. Like, didn't you have to get on an airplane after the show and go to, like, Chicago? Chicago, New York, Los Angeles. I mean, some day, the worst of it all is getting off the show at 10 o'clock in the morning because back then. No, I think it only went till 9 o'clock then. Uh, but I would leave. I'd get on an airplane. I'd fly to Los Angeles. I'd work pretty much all day, which means by the time I left at 6 o'clock, it was 8 o'clock in Minnesota. I got oh. home right around midnight, 1 in the morning, and then got up at 3.30 and did the show. That was a thrill. Oh, my God. I, I could not survive on that sleep schedule. Well, it was only once in a while. But uh, I'm, seriously, I do, I, did, I do miss that a lot, doing that. That was a lot of fun going around the country and uh, doing, the, doing the morning show. The Twins winning two, not one, but two World Series. We're bringing it back. The reason this show was put together with all the great people we have on here is to bring back a World Series championship for the Twins. What do you oh think? Oh, my God. Oh, I can I, I heard you try to explain to Brittany about the excitement back then. I, mm -hmm. It's my opinion, because I've tried to do the same with Phil, who's Mackie's 36-ish or so, and Declan right. is 30. And I, so I've tried to do the same. And you know what I have realized? Because there is now, among the men's teams in this town, no reference points, it's damn near impossible. Yeah, yep. It's damn near impossible to explain to a person who's, you know, thir 35 probably or younger. It's really hard to give them a semblance of the feeling. I, I just quick story time. I remember sitting uh, in the Perkins on 394 with my now wife, Dawn. It was after game six, the pocket game in 91. And I was trying to explain to her at the time. I said, honey. I said, I'm taking you to a Game 7 of a World Series tomorrow. And you, and I just want you to know how special Ugh. this is. This might never happen again. And and for me at the time, I said, I'm going to be going to two Game 7s in, what, five years, four years? And I said, you know, just appreciate the fact that this is – and I had no clue that it was going to end up being one of, if not the greatest, Game 7s in World Series history. Um, but just my appreciation now for having been in the building that night – because we have had nothing even close since. I can only hope that, like, if you're right, that would be so much fun. Oh, my God. I, 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 well, first of all, we haven't won a World Series, what, in 32 years now, right? Yeah. 91? Yes. 
Yeah. 32 years. So, I mean, six years before AJ was even born. <laughs> and I think, uh, well, 91, that would have been Brittany's like 50th birthday, I think. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take no, be it careful. easy. Be careful there, man. I can't help you out. I can't protect you. She comes across that table. <laughs> oh, porcelain skin. Almost a teen mom when you look at me. So, what were you, two? Let's see. Eight, was it 91? I was five. Five. Oh, you were five. That's that's right. You and Andy. Yeah. Born the same year, so you're five years old. Do you remember that World Heck Series? Heck no. Why not? I was. Turn I don't know. Coat? I was like eating dirt somewhere. Like, what do you want from me? <laughs> you're oh, five okay. years old and you're eating dirt. Come on. I was not advanced. I'm in radio. We're chewing on toys or something. Maybe. That what it was. So how the, the two of you, AJ. Brittany, hmm. how are you looking at this first victory? Are you excited at all? And uh, AJ likes baseball. Are you excited about this? This was a good win. I'm telling you, I don't know if people realize how good this win was. Again, Kansas City's not the best team in baseball, but just the way the Twins handled themselves was very, I just think it was very impressive. That's all I'm saying. I'm excited. I love, first off, I love when everybody's in a good mood. I love that the energy we have today. I love that. All these nerds coming together. We're all pumped. I love that. Nerds. Um, and I love, I love going to Twins games and now with our new schedule getting done at 10 a.m. Like I want to go to a bunch of games. Uh, we're going. I already talked to Judd and Phil about it. We're going, man. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to go too. We're going to get a block of tickets and take like about 30, 40 people from Hubbard over there and start going to those games and making noise and being obnoxious. Love it. Yeah. Count me in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Are you kidding obnoxious. me? In fact, you know what? Let's, we, we should do a, a, a thing uh, specific to your show and Phil and I can go, Tom, with you and we can take listeners. See, that's what we did back in the old days, man. I'll tell you Why what. Why not? All the way back to 1982, my first run at the queue when I only lasted about six months and got fired. I know it's hard to believe I got fired because I never get fired. Shocking. Shock of the century. <laughs> but we 82, did oh my God, does that bring back men? You want to talk about a young but bad baseball team? Her oh, back yeah. on the cover of SI. Oh my God. 82 is uh, just another great story. It is indeed, and that was the year we won. I used to be, I, I believe, then Hamilton in 1986 called it play hooky day where we'd take listeners to day games so they'd have to take a day off of work. Oh, I'm sick. I, I got to go to the Twins game. Yeah. I would love to do that. If we can organize that and coordinate that, I think that would be terrific. But, Judd, thank you so much for calling in an extra day because I know you're a huge Twins fan. And I just to talk to three people at once live about uh, – how happy I am the Twins won their first game. They have the day off today. Then they got two more with Kansas City. Then they go to Miami for a few. So they could they could be looking pretty good after this by the time they get home and that nice and toasty April 6th game they're going to have. Yep. A, a week from yesterday, they're going to open, or they will in what? It's going to be like 32 <laughs> degrees, hopefully, or, or 30 degrees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Like see. you said, by June, it's going to be beautiful. Okay, I'm going to check that for you. Next Thursday, no, sunny in 41. Oh, my God. Sunny in 41, baby. I'll I'll be there. (laughs) Houston Astros, bring them on. Come on. I might show up with a shirt off. I like it. Oh, tarps off, huh? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Tarps off as the kids now say, got him, my hip. (laughs) You are so cool. I know I am. It's unbelievable. People can't stand it. I cannot. I cannot handle 
Oh. So See, cool. I knew this was going to work from that first week because, like I said, I'm not going to fake, you know, my enjoyment of anything. Whether If I like the movie, I'm going to tell you I like it. If I love that, I'm going to tell you, man, I love that movie. Well, the same with sports. The Twins, and I, I love Minnesota teams. Like the University of Minnesota, you go down the list. I mean, you go all the way, all over around the state, as a matter of fact. Um, but the Twins are number one. There was my first engagement with a professional sports team. And I will never forget them, and I will be this enthusiastic. Hopefully I'm not obnoxiously enthusiastic. Well, you know what? I, I think coming off an opening day win, your tone is perfect today, Tom. I just love and Judd, thank you so much for calling in. And, and, and by the way, if you ever have anything to say about twins that's not on your normal days, you're always welcome to call in, Pally. Awesome. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, guys. Talk J- to you later. Thanks a lot, Judd. Judd's all good. Ladies and gentlemen, score north. What do you think of that? Of course, uh, Score North, uh, Phil Mackey will be on with Kent Herbeck and me. Uh, to, well, all three of us, as a matter of fact. Uh, will be Brittany, AJ, Tommy, Kent Herbeck, and Phil Mackey at 9.20 this morning. Looking forward to it. Kent Herbeck joins the club. I wonder how that sounded when they offered him a job at the old joint, and he went, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, you'd love to hear that convo, wouldn't you? I would. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> We have to take a break. Coming right back with the, again, lovely and talented Channel 5's Chris Eggert right after this. Right now, MyPillow has a massive closeout sale happening on their all-season slippers. Listeners continually make the MySlippers the number one selling MyPillow product. And I have a feeling you'll want to stock up now when you hear this offer. When you use my promo code TOM, T-O-M, you'll get the all-season slippers for $25, regularly $149.98. That's over $120 in savings. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. These will sell out. Trust me on that one. My slippers have an exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. The patented layers make these slippers ultra comfortable and extremely durable. They help relieve stress on your feet, and you can wear them anytime, anywhere. They also come in a ton of additional sizes and all new colors. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square to grab a pair of the all-season slippers for only 25 bucks. Regularly priced at $149.98. Limited to 10 pairs at checkout. Enter promo code TOM, T-O-M, for this incredible offer. They won't last long, so order now. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code STRONG for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code STRONG for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code STRONG. Honey, come here, quick. What is it? Shh, check it out. All these highly rated wines are under $20. Total Wine must have made a mistake. (laughs) Nope, they always have the lowest prices. Oh, remember that amazing rosé your sister brought over last week? See, it's right here. Whoa, that's a low price. I mean, whoa, that's a low price. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, B21. 
Wait, aren't these all charitable donations? At Magda's Tax Prep, every person counts. Not have to file for an extension. She needs new auditors to maximize returns on her family time. Hey, can someone help with these 1099? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back 820 now, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Um, having a good time, just uh, celebrating that uh, twins win. Oh, I just got another text message from from Timmy C., my neighbor. Glad you found it, uh, by the way. Judd is your built-in uh, Judge, as your as your built-in explained what happened during Wild games, as Wild make their Stanley Cup run. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he could explain it to me. I used to coach hockey, but can't uh, explain it. Judd's uh, hockey show is my. Fa- oh, here we go. Judd's old gad getting all the praise in the world. Judd's hockey show is my favorite thing to to listen to. What I saw, you sound happy, my friend. Love the new joint. Yeah, people are loving the new show. There's no doubt about it. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone for uh, for going out of your way to enjoy the show. Is that a good way to put it? Yeah, sure. What's well, not to enjoy? I, well, I don't know. I've <laughs> never heard it. Well, I guess I've heard it while it was happening, I guess. That's probably true. I listened to it on Monday when I was sick, and I thought it was great. It's way better when I'm not on it. <laughs> Is that when you had to poop? Is that, that that's the day? Yes, where I was actively pooping for 24 hours. <laughs> I still love that, that Kristen Burt believed that was true. Everyone believed it was <laughs> true, Tom. Everyone did. You I like was scared so well. to go to work out. I was scared someone was going to mention something to me. You monster. She stays home, so all of a sudden she's on the can for 24 hours. I cannot with you. You know, people respect me, okay? Yes, they do. I know that, that to be a fact. My family does. I know mm-hmm. that. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5 Eyewitness News, Chris Eggert. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. How are you guys? Magnificent. My twins won last night, so I'm very, very happy about that. It's my wife's birthday today. It makes me even happier, so I'm having a great day, Pally. Oh, nice. Well, what are you doing for her? Um, we're going to go to for a, a long walk, have a good time. I'm taking her to dinner. I um, We already got exchanged the gift and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I, as you know... I tend to lean toward adoring my wife. But other than that, it's a good day. I think you guys are adorable. I, I really, it, um, some people after being married a long time that you kind of feel like maybe the spark's not there, but you two are super cute. I think it's awesome. It's getting better. You know, instead of weakening, it's getting stronger as time goes by. It really that's, is. It, it's wonderful. Very, I mean, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's against the odds there. So that's very impressive. Now, growing up in South Dakota, were you a Twins fan or were you too far west to be a Twins fan? No, it was all Twins. I mean, all Minnesota stuff. Because we don't have any, we didn't have any pro stuff out there. So yeah, and all the radio stations carried the Twins and the Vikings. And um, when I was living there, it was pretty wild, but uh, and maybe pre Timberwolves. So um, yeah, we're huge Twins. And I, I, I was jonesing for warm weather so much yesterday that I, I like. <laughs> yes. I made it a point to listen to the game just so I could kind of put myself in the, in the, in a in a summertime headspace. And yeah. boy, I, 
I'm sure Judd talked about it, but lots of talk about the, the changes in the game and, um, you know, some of the, the things that people are going to see to try to speed it up a little bit. And so uh, they were almost talking about that more than they were talking about the actual game itself. Which I think is a good thing. The, those games, when they started getting to be four hours long, it's like, good God. They were too long. They were just way too long. Yeah, and God forbid there's like a rain delay or some kind of thing like oh. that. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah, it was a. My wife and uh, her brother was in town, and they took the kids to a game a number of years ago, and they were all kind of young. And then there was like a two-hour rain delay, and they stayed for that whole thing with a bunch of little kids. I'm like, you guys are insane. I would have definitely pulled the plug on that, but uh, you know, it, it'll be fun. It'll be cool to see how it all plays out. No doubt about it. It, it. it makes for a great spring, early summer, and then as you get into the uh, the heart of the summer season, if your twins are still in first place, man, it just makes summer even that much better. It's wonderful. It's um, I'm on West 7th Street in St. Paul right now. We're getting ready to uh, do a live broadcast at this uh, cafe called Day by Day Cafe. I don't mm-hmm. think you guys are that. Um, it is so depressing out right now. It's like... <laughs> it feels like it's nighttime. It's freaking gray and crusty and cold. It's just oh. Oh, such well, a downer. I know it's April 1st tomorrow. Could it to- get a little more toasty? That'd be good. Yeah. Well, they did back off the snow totals a little bit, which I think good. people have to hear. So maybe like three to six at best now. And, uh, you know, it won't be the kind of snow that sticks around. So that helps a little bit, right? Indeed. Now, uh, Chris, you're you're a newsman, so therefore I've been avoiding a subject for the first hour and a half of the show because I don't really have an opinion on it one way or another. What? And Michael Brown's going to join us in about uh, 20 minutes, something like that, and and talk about uh, probably about 25 minutes from now, and talk about this whole situation with the indictment of a former president of the United States. What's your take on that, Chris? Well, to me, it's been. I mean. It's been the least kept secret in, you know, American yeah. history. Like, and, and Donald Trump himself brought it up last week saying, or maybe even last two weekends ago when he said he was going to be arrested last week, Tuesday, mm-hmm. that didn't play out that way. There was a little bit of a lull and um, nobody was really hearing anything about it. So then when the, the news broke yesterday, apparently even the, the Donald Trump camp was a little surprised by that because they at least that's what we're hearing that they didn't really get tipped off about it. Um, But I mean, we all kind of knew this was coming. The question is now what, what is going to be presented as evidence and what kind of charges are being talked about. And, and I'm sure Michael will be be able to weigh in on that a lot more, but it sounds like um, a lot of the things that charges that, uh, that are being brought up here are, are very, you know, very questionable. And oh, okay. It does not sound like it's going to be like a, you know, sure thing type deal here. That's at least that's pretty much what I've been hearing from all the legal experts over the last, you know, what, 12, eight hours since the news broke. From what I understand, now I have not paid a lot of attention to it because I, I you know, I, I get a little, I would prefer it if we didn't do this to our former presidents. Um, and again, it's not because I'm choosing a side here, because I'm not. It's got it's none of my business. They do that what they do. 
But I, I just I don't think it makes America look particularly good right now when we're so deeply in debt. Everything is screwed up. Nothing's going right. Our trains are crashing. Although trains crash all the time, I guess. But uh, somebody was talking about 25 charges in the indictment. 25 yeah. different charges, really? Yeah, that's that's the number that's kind of been floating around there, mid 20s. Which again, um, until we see them, it's hard to say what what they are and and you know how how open and shut any of it is, if if any at all. Um, but you know, it's it's hard, and you're going to hear this argument all along um, from. Donald Trump's side and a lot of Republicans that it it feels political and that oh it does yes a very hard hard thing to get away from it is is and that you know and I think there's a lot of thought that this if at the very least it will help Donald Trump in his efforts for re-election because yeah it, probably it puts in a position of almost somebody who's being um, you know, treated like a martyr because of how all this has played out. So, and he's been he's been very vocal about that all along. So, do you think he's he's a better choice than than uh, DeSantis? I mean, is this what they're trying to do? Is get him to be the? And again, this is not my opinion. I'm asking a question. Do they do the Democrats want him to be the presidential candidate because they think they can beat him, or or because to me it looks like they're just handing him. The position—that's what it kind of looks like from the outside, anyway. Well, it's definitely a good question. I know that Ron DeSantis has kind of been losing steam over the last couple of weeks from. A oh, national okay. Point. And you know what I was reading yesterday, or maybe it was two days ago, that Chris Christie is starting to emerge as somebody oh. who's being talked about. I could see that probably. Chris Christie is an interesting. I never met him. I walked past him once at a restaurant. He's a big fella. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> well, the the deal is he's been very vocal of Donald Trump uh, in opposition of him and right. really pushing the idea that the party needs to move on. But the thing that's been emerging with him, at least what I've read over the last couple of days, is he's the kind of guy who can sit there in a debate and go toe-to-toe with Donald Trump because that's, yeah. that's the big question um, who can sit there and take punches and give punches in those kind of situations? And Christie has always been known as being very brash. So yes. I, I can see that. It, it wasn't really on my radar screen, and I'm not 100% plugged into this, but I was reading it the other day, and I was like, huh, I mean, that does make some sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, it, it's it's such a weird position to be in, and maybe I'd like to get the takes, obviously, of, of Brittany and AJ as well, because one, a, a 35, 36-year-old woman, and then a 26-year-old man. We've got, you know, several decades uh, of the people on the show right now. What do you two think of this whole idea? I mean, is the politicization of America getting really, is it coming down on you hard? Because everything's about politics now. You tune in the news, and it's either, oh, the Democrats suck, oh, the Republicans suck. Everything's either a Democrat thing or a Republican thing. Everything has to do with politics now. Does that bother you guys? It does a little bit. I did. The, yeah. What I've noticed, and I think it's been over the past like four to eight years, is the. I remember it being so much more cordial and like professional yes. politics. Yes. Like now, like nowadays, I can open up Twitter or whatever, and I, just on my normal feed of just like 
somebody just blatantly lying or like screaming at the opposition for whatever reason. And it's over stuff that they immediately get facts turned back around on them. Like if you're going to go like balls to the wall and just get, right. get at somebody's throat, can you do a little more research, please? And just like have some facts <laughs> to back it up. But uh, but no. And then, you know, it's like I said, with over the past few elections, it seems like the ones that I've actually surprised, like lucky for me, I've been able to vote in. Um, right. It's uh the debates have been more entertaining than I think they should. Like, if I'm tuning in for a presidential yeah. debate, I expect to be asleep by the time, like, the Middle East affairs come up. You know, I don't want to be on the edge of my seat for the entire and the entirety of the debate. So, um, right. I don't know. I It's for me as a kid, it was touted as this, like it's professional. And obviously there, I know there's probably stuff that happens behind the scenes that you don't see, but that's where it stayed. Whereas now, it's name calling and just like everything, like nothing is actually real. These votes, um, right. like all the, right. I just I, I want to see a little more professionalism and not feel like you know every other country is probably looking and laughing at us at times. I understand what you you know. It's a good way to put it, AJ. I I, I gotta believe most of the, es- the eastern hemisphere is pointing at us, going, "What the hell is wrong with these people?" Right? Yeah. No, and like you know, it's for the longest time I feel like. Even in the in Europe, we could look at them, and it it was fun to kind of see their their chamber of I forget what it's actually called, but their chamber essentially getting up in arms, and, and I figured that was just what it was—the rabble, rabble, rabble. But it's transitioned over here to where people are yelling at like the president during the State of the Union address, right? right. And then now I feel we're no better than them, especially when I feel like what's been portrayed to me through my childhood is that other countries look to the U.S. as a you know, this kind of leader among countries in the the Western Hemisphere. And, and now it seems like maybe that is not crumbling, but it's it, it carries less weight than maybe it used to. I think that's true. Brittany, what do you think? I mean, I, I just, I'm i with AJ. Like, it's surprising me. I'm, I might vote for AJ this year. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want anything to do like with that. I'm like saluting him, and I don't know why right now. He's just the voice of reason, and I appreciate it. It's a great for, take. I'd vote for Chris Eggert, personally. Oh, God, no. Um, but I am old <laughs> enough. You're not old enough to run yet. But, um, but I, what you had to say, and, and Brittany, I, I'm curious from a, a female perspective, too. Um, I think growing up, we were always sort of held the presidency in such high esteem and you respected the office even if you didn't respect the person who was in the office and i learned that when i was out covering i covered bill clinton's first inauguration and or his second inauguration uh that was right when i was starting out and um clinton had all kinds of things going on with him but during the inauguration and the crowds and the people there was still so much respect for the office mm-hmm. that it still felt like an important moment in history. Um, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel like the, the respect levels there. I mean, it's gotten, it's, it's humorous and it's gotten uh, real dirty real quick. I would have to say like, I mean, I, I don't care if you love them or you hate them. I, the things that I've seen, you know, Trump tweet has put us in a level of like where the where the president says things where I couldn't can't believe, especially, right. you know, when the audio tapes about him grabbing pussy and things like that. I mean, that's 
wild, you guys. That's his cat, though. What's the Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah. Manifesting cats all day. Um, yes. So, like, I don't know what to say because I just, it, it doesn't seem like a place that has decorum anymore. And I think that's a, like, I think you have to fight dirty. I don't know if truth is going to hold back your argument points. So don't worry about truth. We'll figure that out later or right. not. Right. Um, I think AJ's right. It's, it's like, it's, it's very entertaining and that's unfortunate. I would have to agree with you on that one. I just, I really don't. Well, let me ask you guys all a question. I'm every listener, again, it's 952-600-2575 if you want to call in and make a comment on this. So the big argument now, from what I understand, and I'm, take, I'm looking at both sides of it, is we need gun control, certainly for assault rifles. And then on the other hand, we need to stop crime. Not just assault rifle crime. You're letting people run the streets and commit crimes willy-nilly, and we're doing nothing about it. How do you think that's a good idea? Well, that um, there was just a case of this. There was a school shooting in Colorado a couple weeks ago in Denver, mm -hmm. and yep. that school stopped having police resource officers there as yep. a reaction to the to the George Floyd situation of course which we know all was was um you know unfortunately we were the epicenter of all that uh, and i i don't know i see maybe the pendulum starting to s swing back the other way where where people are like well we <laughs> we do need more law enforcement around we yes do we do on the streets and i think the gun control and the policing are i know they're related but i think they're they're two different issues but yeah, I don't know. The gun control thing, unfortunately, and, you know, we've all been doing some of us longer than others. That always gets talked about, but it never goes any. Oh, did we just lose Chris? No, just we just let the tail end of him. Uh, but he's, he's here. Chris is here. Oh. It looks like he might be having connectivity issues from his car. Oh, he's in his car. Yeah. All right, we can just talk till he can hop back on because he'll, he'll call back in. But uh, here's what I here's Looks what like he's I back love. Now. Oh yes, okay. We're just uh, catching up, Chris. You back with us? Yeah. Sorry, I, I dropped out there for a second. Why don't you put down the booze and start talking <laughs> on the mic, pal? What do you think? I can't help myself. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help myself. No, I would. Can we ever, ever, ever move toward the middle? Or yes, let's talk about controlling these dangerous weapons. But let's also talk about stopping crime instead of letting people out of jail. People have killed somebody and they've been let out of jail all just willy nilly. We can't live like. I've used this in the past. I grew up, love North Minneapolis, absolutely love it. I to this day, it's one of my favorite places on earth. But there were some crazy bastards in my neighborhood. And it had to do with, look, two of my neighbors were murdered when I was living at 914. Um, one of them was at the, the little cash, uh, cash mark, DuPont cash market on the corner. He's back in the back uh, burning boxes, and somebody comes up and just shoots and kills the guy, right? So unless you, you've grown up around that kind of thing, you live out there in whispering acres. It's all, you know, fenced in, and, all, and God bless you. You live where you want to live. You want to live in a beautiful place. Good for you. But don't think for a minute you have any idea what the hell it's like to live in a crime-ridden area. A crime-riddled or ridden, you can use either one. 
You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. You need to shut the hell up. You should not even have an opinion because you have no idea what you're talking about. We need gun control in the cities, yes, but we also need crime control. Stop these scumbags from committing all these crimes. It's way out of control. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I, I think you could look at uh, many different measures, and, and you have the data to back that up. It's, uh, I did, yeah, I don't know. And to your point of people who are weighing in on the, the debate, I've, every, every, I mean, listen, everybody can have a, an opinion, but... Um, bring people to the table who live the situation every day. Yes. Um, let give some um, voice to a normally voiceless part of the population. Bring them into the conversation. Well, another example. Now, thank God that, that nothing happened, but I was at a party. I was 16 years old and a friend of mine walked in and he was very drunk. He was 16 years old as well. And he was so hammered that he took out his pistol, put it to my head, and pulled the trigger. Oh, whoa, whoa, L- Luckily, whoa. there was, yeah, exactly. Luckily, there was not a bullet in there because I'd be dead. But he was so hammered, I don't know if he knew there were any bullets in there or not. Jeez. That's a major party foul. <laughs> it really is. It's no doubt about it. My God. <laughs> it made me grow up, I will tell you that. But that stuff used to happen all the time. People doing dangerous things, you know, people being killed or whatever. So I, um, especially after our deployment, I hung out with a lot of army people who would do conceal and carry while drinking. And I just couldn't do it anymore. I was like. Nope. I cannot, I cannot. They're like, well, you know, it's, no, I cannot. We cannot live our lives like that. I don't, you, my life, I do not need you to have a gun, especially while you're drinking. No question. I mean, one of the examples that I'm thinking of is that video of that young woman who's walking down the street. She has, had just taken $4,000 out of her bank account for, I can't remember what she, she was, it was a very specific reason she had that much cash on her. But a guy came along and robbed her and crippled her. From what I understand, last I heard, she was paralyzed from the waist down. We have got to get these thugs under control where you do something like that, that guy should get the electric chair, for Christ's sake. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I, I don't, I, you know, we talk about the idea that you know, where police's roles are and things like that. And like, we just have to get to a place where we're all like, where they have power at the same time. It's checked power. Like nobody gets absolute power. I love that we have all the cameras. I, I, you know, and everyone's talking that, you know, defund the police was a big verbalization. I don't think it ever happened. So when people talk about things have changed, I don't know if they have, I think, We've just been in a more desperate place for people trying to get money. But I don't think there's been any defunding of the police at all. Well, but they, a lot of them retired. A lot of them quit. Mm, I see. By the thousands across the country. It's kind of like the problem. It's like how teachers where they don't feel supported. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That That's exactly it. So why don't we just basically, we have laws. Why don't we enforce the laws? You do what you do. I, I have a couple of handguns. And the only time you ever have to worry about, I even have a permit to carry, but I don't carry, you know, I suppose once in a while, depending on where I go, because I have a permit to carry a, a weapon. I don't ever carry it unless I suppose I know I'm going into some area that I'm not wild about, then I would, you know, put it in my pocket. 
But um, I, I don't have any. I don't know. See, I'm not a hunter, mm-hmm. so I don't know anything about deer hunting or any of that stuff. I don't know anything about rifles at all, as a matter of fact. So I can't really tell you should do this because I know nothing about rifles, only handguns, right? Yeah. I mean, I uh, like it's just such a different world. You don't need there's a lot of these guns we don't need to hunt with. There's just no need. I mean, okay. I, I. Anything automatic, any of that stuff. If you're hunting like that, then you're a terrible shot, and you probably shouldn't be hunting. <laughs> like, if you have to shoot 10 I bullets at a deer at that point, we got to talk. All right, we're going to go to the range. Very um, true. But, yeah, I think um, I, uh, it comes up in these conversations I, I, about gun control. And, like, the end of the day, we it's the... The access, the availability to get guns is is pretty easy, and I I don't yeah, want to take is, people's yeah. guns. I'm not I I have no I'm not I've slept with a rifle before in the military. I'm not scared of weapons, but I am scared of the access that some people have to them. Can I carry around a 50 caliber machine gun? No, what do you think? No, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> I've quali- God, those things are huge. I've qualified with a 50 cal before. It's the only time I've really? shot one. Yeah, they're. Okay, like I hate to Ooh. smile, but they are fun. I bet. We I got bet. to shoot it at this like dilapidated like car out in the middle of a field out when we were in Kuwait. <laughs> Ooh wee. Okay, it was better than any video game I've ever played. Oh, I bet. 50 cal's got a little noise to it too, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it was pretty dang fun. Chris Eggert, who's better than you in the business? That's what I want to know. He said uh he said he's out and he says nobody is, so uh, oh, he's out already? Yeah, he uh, he had connection issues, so... Oh, that's true, yeah. I think I saw somebody come knocking on his car window. <laughs> oh, did you? So he might be dealing with something. <laughs> I hope he escapes with cash in his pocket. There you go. <laughs> that's all I'm hoping. No, I think the world of Chris Eggert. Always have. Just a great guy. Yeah. But I'm, you know, I'm talking way too nice about you people. I'm going to have to get to the point where I go, I guess they're okay. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll piss you off you at some point here very well, soon. Well, I'm sure that's true. That's yeah. a very good point. We will continue this discussion. We'll take a quick break here and be right back in a couple of minutes. Michael Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant Law Firm will uh, join us right after this in the Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. You might not know this about me and about my family, but we're kind of Nissan strong. I say that because I own a Nissan Altima from Walzer Nissan. I love it. My son Andy owns a Nissan Rogue Sport from Walzer Nissan. And my daughter-in-law, Melissa, yup, you guessed it, drives a Nissan Kicks. And Cart's grandson, Ethan, safely around town, also purchased at Walzer Nissan. You want to know who else is Nissan strong in the Twin Cities? Walzer Nissan and their trifecta of stores. Down south, GM Dan Resch at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville. West of the Metro, just off Highway 12 and Wyzetta Boulevard is Casey Novotny's Walzer Nissan Wyzetta. And in Coon Rapids, north side of Highway 10 and around Lake Boulevard, Jay Buck runs the show at this Nissan store. This month at all three Nissan dealerships score 0% financing on Rogues, Altimas, and Pathfinders with up to $1,500 available loyalty cash on select models. Nissan strong and loyal like me and my family. Even if you're just Nissan curious, go to Walzer.com and select the Walzer Nissan store nearest you. I'm due for an oil change. Maybe I'll see you there. 0% financing for 36 months, $27 per month per 1000 finance on approved credit. At the new Tom Bernard Morning Show, we're pretty low-key. We talk in regular voices. Well, except for Tom's, which is all like, You're a disaster. But we don't get all hypey and stuff. However, 
We are doing a contest called Pick Your Prize. You could win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat. $10,000 worth of machines. It's pretty hard not to get excited about $10,000 worth of lawn machines, including a zero-turn mower, a walk-behind mower, snowblower, string trimmer, leaf blower, chainsaw, and more. Or a $10,000 Cub Foods gift card. And all you have to do is register on the Tom Bernard Show app, which you already have, right? Well, if not, download it. No big deal. Then register. Every time you open the app between now and March 31st, you'll be entered in the $10,000 Pick Your Prize contest. That's it. Download the Tom Bernard Show app. It's free, and it's in your app store. Win $10,000 worth of yard machines from Tri-State Bobcat, a $10,000 Cub gift card, and so much more. See it all on the Tom Bernard Show app. See that snow on your lawn? Two weeks from now, it'll all be gone. It's time to say goodbye to winter and hello to spring lawn care. If you want the best lawn on the block, you've got to go with my friends at ProTurf a Minnesota lawn care company since 1982. Don't be sending that lawn care renewal contract back to the company that did lousy work last year. Go with the company that has service techs with over 20 years of experience who service the same routes so they get to know your lawn. Schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and estimate now at ProfessionalTurf.com. Once the snow melts, ProTurf will send an experienced service tech to assess your lawn and customize a slow-release fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe and guaranteed for superior results. A beautiful, healthy lawn free of crabgrass, dandelions, and broadleaf weeds. Be sure to check out their amazing landscape projects and ProTurf services irrigation systems, too. ProTurf, exceptional lawn care, landscape, and irrigation services. Check them out at ProfessionalTurf.com. Is your tub worn out, but you're not sure who to trust to replace it? With over 2 million successful bath remodels, people trust Bathfitter because we know how to do it right. We've been custom designing and manufacturing baths for over 35 years. Our unique tub-over-tub installation takes as little as a day with no demo to fit your busy schedule. And we offer a lifetime warranty on every tub. That's how confident we are in our quality and durability. Bathfitter, it just fits. Visit bathfitter.com to book your free consultation. 